Good morning. I'm Sean and I'm in Scotland. And good evening. I'm Christy and I'm in New Zealand. And welcome to Tea and Toast. This welcome. morning we are going to be talking about all things health, well-being and fitness. A little bit about our journeys, what our challenges have been, what our goals are, any tips, tricks, uh, ups and downs. Because uh, I know it's a whirlwind. Yes. And just so you know, I'm taking notes on this as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using this as a re-inspiration to get my bum back in the gym a little bit more regularly than it's been. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need to start doing those challenges we've been thinking about. I think that's a really good idea. I could yeah. I could use something like that right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Let's start the evening, or my evening, your day. What are you drinking? So I am literally just back from a big old dog walk in the Falkland estate. So it's super autumnal and a bit chilly. So I have a really big cup of uh, breakfast tea just to warm my hands more than anything else. What about you? Oh, I'm actually on the water. It's um, quite late here tonight. So it's like almost 10 o'clock and I had a... Um, uh, what do you call it? A oh, the name's gone from my head. Turmeric <laughs> latte before. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was quite nice and spicy. But uh, probably should not be drinking too much else before bedtime. <laughs> Very wise. <laughs> Right. So let's just jump in, literally. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about your fitness journey, because I know that there's a new one on the horizon right now for you. Mm. Um, yeah, well, my fitness journey is pretty much null and non-existent at the moment. Um, I, yeah, I gave up fitness after having my kid, which mm -hmm. was four years ago, because I ran out of time. To be, honest, to be honest, I still don't have time, but I'm now making it like something that I actually have to get into. Yeah. Uh, so I've just joined back up to the gym. Um, I have some very hilarious stories of previous gym uh, escapades, but uh, <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> it is one of those things that can be a bit of a daunting uh, experience to get back into or to start definitely mm. i've had a bit of a on-off relationship shall we say with the gym over the years <laughs> um but i i do love getting outdoors for exercise is that something you like to do as well um uh yeah sure i like going for walks and stuff but not no <laughs> let's be honest no I, I like going swimming and stuff but i don't uh yeah i i i would go for walks yeah that's definitely one of the things i've learned over the last couple of years is you really have to find something you enjoy doing mm. if you're going to get into any kind of fitness or exercise regime. And I should also preface this by saying neither of us are doctors or fitness experts. We're just nope. people that do it or try to do it or have <laughs> intentions to do it. Um, but yeah, definitely 
I think if you enjoy doing the exercise that you've picked, then you're Mm. more likely to keep doing it. You're completely right. So, uh, before I had my kid, I was really into the gym. I was going a few times a week and really enjoying mm-hmm. it. And I got really into spin classes. Oh, interesting. I know. I really wouldn't have thought that would have been my thing, but it was so much fun. And the gym I've joined up to does have a spin class. So mm-hmm. I am trying to make it work with my timing. And yeah, so I can go back to that because that was a lot of fun. Yep, that's something I would like to get into. Um, and I've done a couple of classes and I felt like I was going to die at the end of <laughs> I felt so like invigorated. I was so excited, so pumped. And I was like, oh, I could go and do some weights now. <laughs> wow. See, I kind of feel like that when I've done a run. Um, oh, no, God, I've... no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Run, I get like down to the end of the block and I'm like, okay, drag my ass back now. I'm done. <laughs> well, in in all fairness, I never, ever would have considered uh, calling myself a runner at any point in my life um, up until I think I'm coming up to Let's see, what, three and three a half years. Yeah. yeah, three and a half years. And I decided I was going big through a big change in my life and I felt like I needed to get into some form of fitness fitness exercise and I lived up in the highlands at that time so getting out into the forest was another big Mm. uh, motivator and so I set myself a challenge of doing the couch to 5k which is a I think it's a 10 week um, sort of running program Mm. Um, and it's absolutely fantastic you just plug in your phone to a series of podcasts and they tell you exactly what to do like (laughs) now walk now run now push yourself now slow down now throw up you know that kind of thing Um, (laughs) and at the end of the 10 weeks I realized oh my goodness I can run 5k and I just loved it it just ticks all of my boxes in terms of getting outdoors, moving one foot in front of the other, but the, yeah, the, the kind of achieving a distance or achieving a time or, yeah, it's just, and then since then I've managed to do three half marathon distances. So I never, never would have thought I would achieve that. (laughs) Don't know if I ever will do another half marathon distance because it killed me the last time, but (laughs) I am still so impressed that you even attempted it, let alone did three of them. So, you know, I think that's a good round of applause for that one. Thank you, especially when I'm the age that I am and my knees are not quite like what they used to be. I know that feeling. (laughs) Well, I got told that, so I have a condition called polycystic ovary syndrome. So, mm-hmm. um, without going into too much detail, because that's another story for another day, um, it basically does something with your insulin. So you can't, or you overproduce, you can't, I, I don't quite know how it works, but basically I got told I have to do weight training, not cardio. Ah, interesting. So that has been my focus now. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, I I was introduced to weight strength training um, once I kind of got into my running a wee bit. And there was a guy that I worked with who used to go to the gym three, four times a morning. Mm. And I was just like, oh, take me along one day, show me what you do. 
not really expecting much from it at all. And wow, I have to say it is probably one of the best forms of fitness Mm. training that I do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I was quite impressed. Like, so I've been twice now. Mm -hmm. I joined up for one week. I've been twice and um, looking to go back on Thursday night. And I was impressed going back in at the weight that I could still do, even though it's been quite a while. I mean, granted, I do carry around my kit a lot, so that's probably good weight training yes. in itself. But um, yeah, no, I was I was very impressed that I could still actually do a few things. And yes, it hurt the next day, but hmm. in a good way. Yeah, I love that feeling. I love knowing that I've worked hard and that my muscles are kind of in recovery, and, <laughs> and that it's you know working towards that longer term goal of yeah. good health, good fitness. You know, um, and actually, that's an interesting one. So, f- do you have a goal in mind? Um, at the moment, it is to basically get the polycystic ovaries under some form of a control and mm-hmm. stop, if not reverse, the damage it's already done. That's a pretty good goal. I, I kind of feel like ones that are linked more intrinsically to your overall health are mm. a far more beneficial goal, certainly from my perspective anyway. Um, like I've gone on a bit of a up and down journey with it over the last three and a half years. So I've had mm. moments where I'm just like, this is about losing weight. This is about gaining muscle mass. This is about looking a certain way. Um and then it just hit me probably about, well, during the pandemic, I think you know, that helped change a lot of things. Mm. Now for me, it's no, I'm doing this because um, osteoporosis runs in my family. Yeah. So um, I want to make sure that I have strong bones um, and that I can convert the calcium into, you know, good stuff mm. so that down the line, I don't end up with any longer term health problems. Um and so that's kind of like what my focus is. Not least, I don't know about you, but I find it super cathartic, really good for my well-being and my mental health. Yeah. I mean, that's that's very well documented that it does help all of those areas as well. But um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward for myself to get more into it, to get those benefits. And while it's only been two sessions and they haven't really started those benefits yet, but I know they will and I know it'll feel really good. And I'll get back to that place at some point where I was after doing those um, spin classes. So Mm. Yeah, because that's a good feeling as well, riding that high afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I'm, for me, I'm a get up in the morning and go girl. Like I like to set the alarm for like half past six and be at the gym for just before seven, have a good hour. Um because then I feel like I've set up for the day, feel a bit self-righteous. And, <laughs> but it also, I, I also find that if I leave it to any later in the day, my ability to go, ah, oh, nah, yeah. can't be bothered. I'll just sit on the sofa. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that becomes more of a, an attraction. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's what I've got to work through myself now is with my kid being at school, I have to mm-hmm. get up and I have to take him to school. I have to get him ready. I have to do breakfast. I can't do mornings. Yeah. Like uh, my partner, he leaves the house for work 
often before six in the morning. So mm-hmm. me getting up earlier than that is just, it's too hard basket. So I now have to get into the head frame, uh, mind space, head frame, whatever yeah. you want to call it, of doing the dinner and then going. So it is quite a lot mm-hmm. different. And I, I will be honest, I could easily talk myself out of it if I wanted to. I think that's half of the battle, actually, is the psychology, you know, of it more than the actual doing it. Like, Mm. so um, my partner is a PT, so his whole uh, job is motivating people to get off their bums and do stuff. Okay, I need Um, that. (laughs) (laughs) But he does say the hardest part is is going, is doing it, is starting it. And once you've done that, then... The hardest part's over, but I would agree with you. Um, I guess it, that's the other thing is being is recognizing what time you have available to yourself and fitting it in so that you don't mm. overexert um, and push yourself to do things that maybe your body and mind isn't ready for just yet. Yeah, but I figure you know I can do one or two days during the week and a mm-hmm. session in the weekend, and then that'll be enough for now. And it's totally. As much as I would love to have the goal of losing weight and looking fantastic and being strong, that's kind of on the back burner and it'll get there eventually, maybe, maybe not, who cares, but it's more about just, you know, making myself fit and healthy so that I can be around and physically able to play with my kid and Yes, 100%. Mm. Oh, I completely hear you on that front. I think it's a much a healthier way of looking at it as well. And certainly when I, um, I was going to the gym really regularly just before the pandemic. It was around about three, maybe sometimes four times a week. Um, It it was a really good mix of people because it was a tiny little village in the Highlands. So it was all very similar mindset of we're here to get healthy. We're here to get Mm. fit, you know, but there would be the occasional I'm here to build muscle type (laughs) person. Um, And now that I've moved down to Fife, um, and I've started going to a new gym, it's got a much more of a bodybuilder focus to it. Oh, wow. Um, so it's been a really interesting experience for me because I kind of confronted with my own judgments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have this, I've heard other people say, you know, I don't want to go to the gym because this person will think I'm, I shouldn't be here or this person will judge me for my body. And it's like, well, actually, no, you're judging them thinking that they're going to judge you. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody I mean, really cares. That's just, I don't like look at what anyone else is doing when I'm in there. Yeah. And if anyone wants to watch me faff around trying to get myself around a machine, then go right ahead. Because it's, it's not going to be a pretty sight. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, exactly. And it's funny because I joined up in the summer and then I didn't go for three months because one, the weather was really nice. And like I said before, I, I prefer to do outdoor stuff. But also it was a part of that. It was like, I've just joined a gym that's completely different to what I'm used to. And now I have a bit of the fear, but now it's autumn. The weather's changed. The nights have drawn in. It's dark in the morning. I really can't get out as much. Mm. Um, So going to the gym. So I ripped the bandaid off and now I've gone. I'm trying to go three times a week. So that's my, that's my goal. Yeah. Well, maybe we schedule ourselves in, do this as our challenge, to schedule in those three times a week so that we know that we're actually doing it when we're saying we're going to. 
That I think is a very good idea. Yeah. Also, I love a schedule because then I can tick a box. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I have to say, though, talking about ticking a box, I just found the most amazing notebook that on the front it says get shit done. And it's full of like tick boxes so you can write your list in it and tick it off. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. I love that kind of thing. Okay, here's a question for you then, Mm -hmm. fitness related. When you're setting out to do your plan at the gym, do you do you go knowing what exercises you're going to do or do you just go with the flow where you're there? Uh, Go with the flow while I'm there. They have Mm -hmm. like um, the circuit, which I just kind of I'll hop on the rowing machine. Just get me going for five minutes or whatever. Yeah, minutes, one minute, whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll go around the circuit. So I work with a guy that is um, very much into fitness, and he's been helping me like figure out what I should be doing and setting oh, like good. twelve reps with three sets, three sets mm-hmm. and 12 reps, whatever it's called, um, and each machine. And then he's like, if if you get to the end of the 12 and you're feeling okay, increase it. <laughs> he's like, you yes. want to be pushing it just at the end. And yeah. So no, it's been good. I've had that to someone to talk to that can help okay. me. Yeah. I think that for me was the biggest hurdle was having somebody kind of almost just tell me exactly what I should do yes. when I started. <laughs> um, and I love making lists. So I would, I then got really into it. And I started being like, okay, well, I wanted to do upper body day. What, what 10 exercises can I do to do? What order should I do them in so that I'm not overworking one muscle group? Mm. And then I was like, oh, now I want to add in like bums and chest and, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. And I actually was looking online last night for a new notebook a bit like what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe I need <laughs> to send you a copy. <laughs> I think you do, just so I can note that down. But um, but yeah, a bit like you, I like a little bit of cardio to warm up. So I've started, I love the elliptical machine because that's a nice, easy way of working the whole body. The elliptical body. machine is the like pushing, pulling arm thing. In yeah. Make you feel like you're legs. on a, yeah. On a ski. Like ski I was going to say like a ski machine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I usually do around about, I'll do 10 minutes of that relatively easy. And then I do five minutes on one of the bikes and I'll do 30 seconds, like easy 30 seconds, push as hard as I can. And I'll do that for five. Um, And that usually almost kills me. And then (laughs) I love the rowing machine. Me too. It's so good. Love it. Yeah. So I've kind of set myself a little bit of challenge. I'm doing 15 minutes and um, row as hard as I can. And I'm seeing that if I can get further distance every time I do it. Awesome. Um, so that's a nice little focus. And then just recently, all I've been doing is going free form, kind of getting mm-hmm. familiar with the new space and the equipment. Um, but I realize that now I need to start making myself my new exercise plan. Oh, that's so. a good good thing to have a plan where you can't go wrong with a plan no you can deviate from the plan but if there is a plan there is somewhere to start a (laughs) hundred percent i agree entirely (laughs) i also plan every other aspect of my life so it would be weird not to plan this one (laughs) yeah i feel like you and i are very similar in that state in saying that though um with 
since having a kid before kids mm-hmm. I was so very like this happens and this I tick off this box I do this it's not like that anymore <laughs> no I can imagine <laughs> like I just kind of feel like I just get through the day and that's kind of like okay you've you've made it through the day yeah today. That's so good. <laughs> Bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> Achievement attained. Which is why yeah. I'm hoping that having my little notebook with the tick off things that I can actually go, yeah. right, you've done that today, good, tick it off. <laughs> yes. And that's something else I certainly learned. Um, like, so doing the fitness kind of journey that I've been on for like the last three and a half years, it's not linear either. Mm. It's you know, and I think that was one of the hardest lessons that I learned, like after a year of, you know, running regularly, going to the gym regularly, I try and do yoga every day as well, because that's a really great way of stretching. And that was a big lesson I learned as well. Stretch mm. as often as you can. Um, and it doesn't really matter when you do it. Yeah. It's not about you don't necessarily have as long as you warm up before you train. But the stretching can be at any point later on in the day. Um but I, you know, I had this, I thought that you'd just keep going up. I thought, you know, you just keep improving. You just keep, but you don't, you kind of, you meet the threshold. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then sometimes you dip a bit and then sometimes your body goes, oh, we're doing too much. Um, I need a break. Or, mm. yeah. And so my big lesson was, okay, it's, it, it, it does generally improve. Like it is going up, but it's going up maybe Dip ebbs and flow, ebb yeah. and flow, um, and also listen to your body. Oh mm. goodness, I made so many mistakes in the early days. I just keep pushing myself because I thought, oh, it's just weakness. You know, mm. this is why I'm feeling tired, or this is why my muscles are aching. Just keep going, keep going, and then you hit the wall. Yeah. Um, when I first started running long distances, I would quite often finish a big run, come home and then cry. And it was because I didn't have enough fuel in the system. Yeah. And I phoned my sister and she was like, have you eaten? And I'm like, no. Mm. She's like, go hang up the phone and eat. And so I, I now have emergency uh, macaroni and cheese in nice. the freezer. <laughs> Gotta have that. <laughs> All the carbs, all the fat, all the dairy, all in one go. Mm. Um, but yeah, fuel is just important as pushing yourself and listening to your body. So, did you find though that you had to like overhaul your diet as well? Yes, but that was also a conscious choice that I made. Um, mm. I realized that my diet was really reliant on those really extremely processed foods. Um, and I love to cook. So that was another thing that like, that was my time to unwind. It was, it's really good for my mental health. And so I kind of, in a way, it wasn't because of my fitness, but it all came together kind of around hand about in the hand. time. Yeah. But now that I'm more, more aware, so I make sure that I get all the protein that I need. Um, and especially that's, that's a big tip that both my PT boyfriend and <laughs> some of the podcasts I listen to when you are strength training, you really want to make sure the first meal you have or the meal you have before or after you exercise is protein heavy. Yep. So that your muscles can actually convert the exercise that it's doing into muscle mass. Mm. So I've actually started taking, this is only in the last couple of months, um, a protein 
based like shake. So um, Mm -hmm. I signed up to bulk and it's like a clear whey protein powder. Um, And that gives me, I think it's 20 grams of protein in the one like drink. Um, And that just ensures that I do that. But um, otherwise I just, it's just about balance. Yeah. Once again. Um, And again, if I need, if you're going to do a lot of work, it's going to be a heavy day. Eat a bit more. (laughs) Yeah. I found like I'm trying to not completely cut it out, but definitely cut back on sugar or processed Mm. shit. And then, um, so I've been finding like those, uh, protein bars just to Mm -hmm. have as like a, if I'm hungry or I'm dipping with energy or whatever, there's something there just to snack on and get my energy back up. And I do have like the protein shakes and stuff as well Mm -hmm. to set me up. And sometimes if I'm feeling really fancy, I'll make it into a big smoothie for my breakfast or something. But um, yeah, (laughs) I've got to get the lunch and the dinner better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other thing as well is to think about where you're getting your calcium from. Um, so like it's because of course the best forms of calcium come from dairy, but that can also be not always great if, Mm. um, for, for many reasons, but the one that I've been doing more of is I try and eat as much kale as possible because it's really high in iron and calcium. Mm. Um, but I've introduced a lot more tofu recently Mm -hmm. and you can really disguise the, The taste. <laughs> I, mean, I quite like tofu. I, I do like it. I don't mind it at all. Um, but yeah, I think I need to get into more of those sort of mm-hmm. really rich in all the good stuff food, you know, all the antioxidants and yeah, things that you need in your body. Um, yeah. and- it's interesting because um, the research, like the research evolving so much at the moment um, and most like so the get balance is key the idea that you need to drink 2000 2000 liters of water as well is kind of debunked like your body will produce the water that it needs to survive but mm. if you are exercising obviously it's always good to drink a bit more um but it the variety of vegetables nuts grains and spices mm. is really good for your gut microbiome um Hence my turmeric latte. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Bonus points. Uh, But I think this, I think what it most recently, and I can't remember the the scientist's name, but he's saying if you can get a variety of 30 different items in a week. And of course, the good thing is, is if you do include spices and you're somebody that likes to work with different types (laughs) of spices, that that adds to it too. Nuts are really good. And of course, that's a great source of healthy fats. and then the grains. I'm exploring the grains at the moment because I've just been recently told by a nutritionist that I'm one, not eating enough food, and two, I need to eat more carbohydrates. Oh, wow. I wish I, I had a problem. <laughs> I was delighted. She was like, I hope this isn't going to be a challenge, you know? And I'm like, no, no. I'm quite ha- I'll quite happily eat more I carbs and more food. <laughs> oh, that's good, Dave. Um, uh, are you meaning grains like the quinoa and um yeah so like things like quinoa, that couscous um lentils pulses uh rice pasta all the good stuff and again it's just in moderation 
I have the meal for you then. So mm. I made this one last night. It's a dish called koshery. It's Ooh. from Egypt, and it is a rice pasta, lentils, onions, tomato, garlic. Oh, it's so freaking good. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Yeah, I might have made enough for like four nights here. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got all the grains and all the things that you need in there. <laughs> well, there you go. Fantastic. I like the sound of that. You'll have to send me the recipe. Um, okay. Track. Would you like to hear a completely random fact? Always. Good. Okay. So it is food related, which is why oh, yeah. I thought this was the perfect time to bring it up. Uh, do you know, does the name Michelin ring mm-hmm. any bells? Okay. So Michelin we know now star. that. Yes. So we know it as the star rating system for some of the best restaurants in the world. Um, and I have yet to eat in one, but it's one of my goals in life. <laughs> However, the Michelin was actually a man uh, called Bebendum Michelin, who was set. He was a mascot for Michelin tires. I was going to say Michelin tires. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So he was created by the two French brothers as a, yeah, as their mascot. But what I love about this was, so Bebendum basically means time to drink. And the Michelin man <laughs> was a martini drinking, cigar smoking mascot <laughs> for, I know, you wouldn't get away with it now. Probably um, not. <laughs> but uh, so he changed, obviously, over the years. But in the this is in the late 1800s, 1898, he was created. Oh, was it that long uh, ago? Yeah. And he used to, they, they wanted to use him as a way to advertise their tires and they thought, well, what do people do? People like to travel. They like to go to hotels and restaurants. So they created the Michelin guide and Babendum would review them. Um, and he had a number of columns in various French newspapers, but apparently he was really poetic and he would write these like soliloquies to his love of Paris, his love of Italy. Um, and then he would also comment on the caliber and quality of uh, attractiveness of the women that frequented a lot of these hotels and restaurants. Well, you know, they kind of go hand in hand, so. Oh, that's hilarious. I know. It was a fantastic one. I, um, because I, I love Michelin, but I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the kind of slightly creepy background to the story of the Michelin man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was a really interesting fact. Um, we spoke last week on the languages that Cleopatra spoke. Yes, we did. So we spoke about uh, troglodyte language that she mm-hmm. spoke. And I did some reading afterwards, and it's um, kind of like I'm, from what I've understood, it is more of like a dialect than a language. But it, troglodyte basically means cave dweller. Uh huh. So it was the language of those that lived in caves or what then became known as like the kind of lower class people. 
Oh, interesting. And she spoke that as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, she was a fascinating character. Really she really was. And she wasn't Egyptian at all. Where was she from? She was Greek. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. May have to find a book about her. I was going to say, we need to find a book on her and do some more research. Yes. If anybody knows of any good biographies of Cleopatra, you've got to let us know. Yes. (laughs) That could be one of our other challenges. (laughs) Not like a Hollywood one, but like a real real one. I want the real story. (laughs) Oh, no. It was, um, was, yeah, it was very interesting. It's, uh, it was... Known like in various locations around, so but yeah, basically meant of um cave dwellers or that of the lower class. Wow, things haven't changed too much, have they? Now we're all still troglodytes, <laughs> we're all still troglodytes. <laughs> I quite like that name. <laughs> well, you know, thinking about it, they would have been really strong moving around till those stones in their caves. You know, oh yeah, that that might be our like. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do. That's our next challenge. <laughs> Isn't that like one of the Highland Games? Is like rock pushing or something, or rock throwing? Yes, or... yes. There's um, there's a picking up of the big round rocks, mm-hmm. um, which I see people doing. There's the tossing of the caber as well. Maybe yeah. um, I, I can't think of how any of these necessarily equate to exercises at the gym but um and throwing heavy objects around might not be the best thing to do but um but yeah we could somehow and you know include it in oh i'm terrible at throwing i have no ability to throw at all it's shocking you must remember how incredibly uncoordinated i am well, that's something we both share yeah. when it comes to anything other than me running, which I'm surprised at uh, my ability to be coordinated <laughs> with that, to be perfectly honest. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I've got no coordination whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be a fun time at the gym. Um, <laughs> pray for no broken bones this time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, how about this then? Let us, we'll set ourselves our challenge. We've got our three days a week um, that we were planning on doing. I will get myself a notebook. And and then maybe what we do in six weeks' time, we can come back, revisit this topic and compare notes. I think that's a really good idea. And uh, maybe we should include... On our maybe our Instagram story or something, one meal that we cook a week that we think would be helpful for others. I am always happy to do that because Mm. I take pictures of my food all the time. I love it. I'm like, what's in that one? Tell me, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you like it. (laughs) I might not make it, but I would like to know what's in it just in case. Well, I'll start with my kosher meal and I'll send you the details of that. It doesn't look pretty, but it tastes amazing. And especially with all the spices in it. Oh, Mm. yum. (laughs) Yum, 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 yum. Awesome. Good. Well, that is a nice way to round off our chat about health and fitness and all things good for us, I guess. Yes, all things good. (laughs) Speaking of all things good, I'm off to bed. You go get your get your beauty sleep, and um, I'm going to um, go to work. <laughs> we'll enjoy it. I shall. Uh, it's actually turning out to be a nice day outside, so I will be out with the dog again later on. So all Wonderful. good stuff. Enjoy it. 
You have a lovely evening, Christy. I will. And we'll speak later. Bye. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Bye.